0: Hi hey everyone and welcome to episode one hundred and fifty one of Final Fantasy Union. I'm your host Daryl and I'm here with Lauren. Hi She's back, she's returned. I am. Where did you go?
1: Um I went into outer space and you Just know, for just for a week. I chilled out with Adele and yeah, I came back down. Yeah, a true story.
0: Yeah. Are you now a sorceress?
1: Um, well, she did kind of do something weird to me, so I don't really want to talk about it.
0: Okay. Well, yeah, so Lauren is back. Hi. And uh, the Dream Team. Yeah, Dream Ooh, Team. Okay, fist bump. Cool. Um So, <laughs> today's episode, we're actually going to talk about something, I guess, somewhat controversial, but not really. Um,
1: we're not controversial, Daryl. We're never controversial. We are never controversial.
0: Um. But yeah, as you can tell, I'm also sick, so this is going to be interesting. I'm going to hold I'm up. I'm kind of sick again. too. Not you can't hear the sickness with me you can hear the sickness
2: ah
0: <sighs> you gotta put it on harder anyway, Poor so today we're going to be talking about should sakaguchi return hmm. now we're going to get into a bit more detail but he said something recently that was kind of like a, uh, well yeah sure it might happen in the future never
2: say never
0: um so we're just basically going to talk about whether sakaguchi should return and then make it into a more broad topic about you know should like people are always pining for the older older directors to come back. Is that a really good thing? Like, what's the future looking like for the franchise in terms of directorial stuff? So it's it's hopefully going to be an interesting discussion and yeah. uh, maybe you guys will uh, gain some insight into directors who currently work on the franchise because I think people are actually a bit... It's, it's not something that people are really that uh, in tune to. I mean, people no. know Spada and yeah. Nomura...
1: And, like, you know, Toriyama and Ito, those are, like, the big ones. And then maybe a bit Katase as well, even though he's not really directing anymore. But, yeah, like, there's there's maybe, like, five. You can count on one hand probably how many directors that people actually, the general uh, fans of Final Fantasy know about. And But there, there's a ton more. <laughs>
0: yeah. Um, yeah, so we're going to get onto that in a bit. But first, for you new folks... Final Fantasy Union is of course part of a podcast series called Final Fantasy and Kingdom Hearts Union, and it's presented by the Gaming Union Network. We have a new show every Tuesday working in rotation with Kingdom Hearts Union, and we come on the iTunes Store as well as FinalFancyUnion.com. Hmm. We're now going to go on to our Patreon out. so this is for everyone who has pledged $2.50 or more, and if you want to check out our Patreon, please go to patreon.com forward slash Union. Alright, Lion, I had to do this all by myself last time, and Aww. it was actually... An interesting challenge. What's um, it? I'm going to make you do it yourself this time. <gasps> no, All I'm, by I'm, myself? I'm joking. No, no,
1: no, no. I, I accept the challenge. I, no, I want, to give, I, I... I want to
0: contribute as well, though.
1: <sighs> Damn it. I want to I wanna prove to everyone that I can do it.
0: Okay, well, I'll let you do the first half, and then we'll... Okay, okay, okay. I can do that. Go.
1: Okay. Barry Norton at Nortron Zero. Christian Burge. Lewis James. Satya Jayas Dharma at satria Sixty Five Ruben Tyson Wildman at Ty Wildman one Blue Machine at Blue Machine Chris Morales, Eric Decker at choco Taco, Harley Crawley at Dark Said Teo Kami, Jonathan gonzalez at Oh, it's just Johnny Josh McNabb at J two K nine, Michael Graham, Thorin Bullen at Massacre twenty three, Zach Duranto at Zed Duranto fifty eight. And Brian McArdle at Darth Brain
0: 92. You're doing great so far. I I think you should just carry on. All
1: right. I'm going to go for it. Billy Jackson at underscore Billy Jackson. Darren Matthews at Doomster 73. Joseph Robertson at Pokemon Trainer J. Keith Field at The Mighty Keith. Mario Herker. Mike Shirley Donnelly at Curious Quail. Mohammed Kwayam. Nico Gonzalez at Nick underscore Nack 95. Perry Ramstead. Rachel Casterton at Urban ray Vitanitas, Zelda Clone at Apes-Type Novels, Zach Porter at Porter Paradox, John McCrae, and Marcus Karniecki.
0: Yay, Yay! Well done, Lauren.
1: <laughs> hoo, 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 I'm awesome. No, I'm not. I'm you're, instant, you're instant awesome. into, mo- into modesty. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just, like, I get a little bit of confidence, and then... I'm the greatest nothing. thing ever! I'm the greatest thing ever! No, no, I'm not. I'm sorry.
0: You should be ashamed of I yourself. I
1: apologize. Um, but yeah, no. So thank you guys so much for all of your support. And like, if you all were here, I would hug your face. She would. And I think there, well, you would too.
0: Maybe. Mm. Maybe.
1: But I just love your guys' names sometimes. Like, yeah. Reading them, I'm just like, I would, I would specify so cool. as
0: well that Blue Machine is not spelled. The traditional way of blue. No. It is spelled B-L-E-U.
1: Yeah, the German version. Mm. Mm. Um,
0: Okay, so our main topic and our only real topic of today's episode. We have a bit of news later on, but it's very, very sparse. Um, We're going to be talking about Sakaguchi. So Anime Expo was last week uh, in LA. Sakaguchi attended uh, as part of Mistwalker. Obviously, they've just announced Terror Wars and Terror Battle 2. And the fact that they're working, they actually are working on the home console version of Terra Battle. Uh, so he was taking part in numerous panels. There was a 30th anniversary Final Fantasy panel that he had a like three minute cameo in. <laughs> it was a bit strange actually. Yeah. Like I don't really know what's planned, but like he just kind of said some stuff, and then at the end of his segment, he was like, "Well, I can answer more questions if you want." And the guy who was running the panel was just like, "Yeah, no." <laughs>
1: <laughs> you rejected the father well, of final fantasy I,
0: I would say that he did it incredibly smoothly he yeah because sakaguchi was like yeah do you want to do, do you want me to stick around and answer some more questions and he was just like well since you're talking about like favorite games mine's nine mm. and it was like okay well you just completely ignore my question <laughs> um and then he was like well, what does everyone else think about nine yay and then he was like oh thanks sakaguchi bye
1: <laughs> okay thanks bye um, move along move yeah, along exactly
0: so, yeah, he took part in a lot of signing sessions. Uh, he And I think, so he did a press panel the day before Anime Expo started, which I presume was around uh, the announcements for Terra that he, they've made. Um, and it was during this that uh, I bl- it may have been someone from George Shockers, where well, they just reported on it, but they asked him would you ever consider going back to work on a Final Fantasy game? Mm. And uh, he initially was kind of like jesting around saying, why don't you ask Yusuke Matsuda? Hey! <laughs> um, but then he was a bit more serious and just said like, you know, I'm, I am I want to work on my own new things right now. I've just announced yeah. two new games. Um, but, you know, in the future, who knows what's going to happen. He didn't flat out say no. He didn't say yes. It was just kind of like a Who knows what's going to happen? I mean, obviously, even in recent times, he went to Uncovered. They've done the Terror Battle collaboration with Final Fantasy XV. And I believe there's also been one with Mobius as well. And despite everything that happened in the past with Sakaguchi, they're on pretty friendly terms now. And I'd say that's that's really thanks to Tabata Mm -hmm. kind of reaching out and kind of helping to mend some the relationship,
1: there. yeah, because I think that's the thing. I think um, working for Square Enix, especially during the time when Sakaguchi left, it was quite. Intense. I mean, it, it still seems like a very intense company to work for, and very restrictive, and also very just sort of um, just yeah, intense work. Because I mean, you th- you just think about Nobu Imatsu alone; like he was just overworked, clearly, um, and. They just, yeah, they just expect so much out of you. And Sakaguchi, he's no spring chicken. And also the fact that he's like, created the Final Fantasy series, like, being told what to do and being told to meet these deadlines and stuff, I would imagine for him was just Well, I think he was in a quite... slightly
0: difficult position towards the end. Obviously, he mm-hmm. had done The Spirits Within, but he was still, I mean, like... He'd moved away from the directorial chair. He was an executive producer. He was one of like the senior VPs at the company. Essentially, yeah. went b- towards the end, and like uh, maybe it was him struggling with the fact that he still wanted to make the games, but yeah. he was not really allowed to anymore. And yeah. like there was a lot of stuff going on, and
1: I imagine that there was a lot of stuff where like he had some cre- he had some ideas himself about what they wanted to do, but they just didn't see it as marketable if that makes sense. Cause it's like- kind of
0: like the Picard situation in Star Trek where mm-hmm. like everyone's always like, well, why don't you want to be an admiral and all yeah. that stuff? And it's like, well, I kind of like being a captain, actually. Yeah. But then everyone just sees it as a lack of aspiration, yeah. and especially in a company like Square, from what we've seen with Tabata, with the whole um, way the companies are structured and how he, when he took over the 15 team, he restructured pretty much the entire business division. Yeah. To become a meritocracy, because before it was basically a, you've been here a long time, you get put in a senior position, and it doesn't matter if you're necessarily good, mm. people have to listen to you. Yeah. And that's how we end up with something like Final Fantasy fourteen, yeah. the original one, because yeah. people just got gradually promoted until like something goes wrong.
1: Yeah, and that's what I like get so annoyed with, with companies in general. It's like, you know, I understand, I can completely empathize that some if somebody's been in a have been in a company long enough, they should have some sort of special recognition. But like not everybody is a manager. Not everybody can be a manager. Not everybody has yeah. the authority to be a leader. Not everybody it's, it's, should be a director It's kind of like um
0: square pegs, round holes kind of thing. Yeah. Like, it just it doesn't make sense. But anyway. So, getting back to it, yeah. clearly time heals all wounds with Sakaguchi and Square, and even, like, you know, obviously Square and Nintendo are now BFFs and all this kind of, this kind of stuff. Like, the the people that had all the original grudges now have moved on, mm. so obviously Sakaguchi and Wada were not on the best of terms. No, it doesn't but seem Wada's like But Wada's gone now, so, yeah. like, Matsuda doesn't have the beef with Sakaguchi, like, pretty no. much, I don't think anyone really that was around during that whole time still has. I think... uh oh god his name I think it's Miyamoto Um was actually one of the guys who um was the creator of, founder of Square uh who obviously was like producer on the original Final Fantasy games clearly on good terms with Sakuchi he's still one of the majority shareholders I think oh really yeah but he just kind of stays out of it all now right? yeah I don't um, him. but yeah I mean I guess the question we want to ask and we to discuss is okay so he said that never say never he's doing little bits with it and when we ha- from what we've seen People are just like, Yeah, get Sakaguchi back, it'd be amazing, like they really need someone of his caliber coming back to make square like Final Fantasy games again. But but would it be a good idea? And and not just from the Square's perspective, but would it be good for Sakaguchi as well yeah. to-, to do that?
1: Uh my honest opinion is that like I I think the only way he would he would be able to come back would be on a very small like sort of special thanks type level. I could never see him becoming a director again. Like one because I mean he's he's had a lot of freedom now with um, director on the Final Fantasy director on the Final Fantasy game um like he's had a lot of freedom now he hasn't like he has his own company he's been able to pretty much do what he wants to going back to square enix they're going to be very uh rigid well i wouldn't imagine what it they would were be him to that do.
0: he would become a square enix employee again it would probably be a game that's mm-hmm. like made guest, in collaboration with walker. Or or Mistwalker. or walker yeah, yeah. That, from what that i understand would be nice. that's kind of what Miss walker is anyway like they yeah. don't do a lot of the development themselves. Yeah. They they kind of do a lot of the design work, the story, that kind of stuff, and then they just work get work with a partner. But the problem
1: the, the problem arises with the fact that like screen still have a lot of say in what he would do. And I mean it's probably part of the reason why he's I, made his recent comments I, about I, about Tabata's challenges with Final Fantasy 15. I,
0: I kind of get that, but I think it would really depend on who they'd work with, because clearly Yoko Taro Gets given yeah, a lot of freedom. So. He does, but then that's because he's working with uh, Yusuke Saito, and like he's he's very open mm-hmm. to things, and like Square Enix have, have uh, they trust him? Yeah. To, to work with Yoko Taro. Yeah,
1: I mean that is a fair point. Like, but there again, like Yoko Taro has only like he's only able to make like his type of games. Like, I could never see him conforming to anything. He's he's been very strong in the fact that I want to make the games that I want to make. Um, I'm I'm willing to accept help from like Platinum Games gameplay wise. Like I'm fully supportive of that, but it has to be my type of game. Yeah, Whereas, and that was the like, whole thing.
0: Like he was he was willing to say like even even when the whole Platinum Games thing came around, he was quite happy to say, Look, I'm gonna go and like really oversee what you guys are doing. If you're not doing the way I want it to, we're not making this game.
1: And I mean you can even sort of see it with Final Fantasy Seven. Like obviously I don't know if the If, like, things have changed, but it seems like a good deal of his ideas were turned down, or at least, like, ignored, since it was supposed to be, yeah, he wanted it to be, like, a um, A detective detective story, story, which would have been cool, it would have been an interesting thing for Final Fantasy, but, like, they sort of kind of were just like, no, no, just, we want this guy...
0: i think that's kind of harsh because yeah. each of every, all of them would have had tons of ideas oh yeah yeah and like definitely. you know just I, just harping on one is a bit harsh. Well, yeah no I mean, it's even, true I, I don't know if this is true or not but i've heard people saying it that um with final fantasy 15 it was uh sakaguchi's uh he kind of spoke to tabata about regis and yeah. said you should make him older
1: yeah oh really yeah Oh, so it was his idea to make a model. That's
0: what I've heard. I don't know. If mm. it, I don't know if necessarily know if it's true. Yeah. Um. But yeah, like.
1: But that. that's now, isn't it? That's now. I feel like back then.
0: But maybe that's the kind of role where he could he could kind of oversee like, like an like advisor, have, like a consultant. Yeah,
1: yeah. I I could totally see that. I could never see him directing. Um, fully a Final Fantasy no. game again. I just don't think that that's realistic. But,
0: but why do you think that is? Just, do you think it's because he's just too old now? or
1: I think he just makes different types of games. I don't think that... Well, one, I mean, it depends on the direction that Final Fantasy is now taking. Are they going to be an open-world Western title? And if that's the case, he doesn't have that much experience with those... Like, well, no, he does, doesn't he? Because he has, like, Lost Odyssey and...
0: But they're still Japanese. RPG but they're still games. very much...
1: Yeah, they're still very much, um, like, sort of Japanese-based games. But, like, the way that... The direction that they're taking the company in, I don't... I don't know if it's a direction... I mean, Kren, I can't speak for the guy, but I don't know if it's a direction that he wants... Do
0: you think for games. Um, that...
1: He wants games to be, like, like movies, doesn't d- he? Do
0: you think that directing in general is is kind of a young man's game? Yes. And I'm thinking about, like, movies as well here because you think about all the classic old directors, you've got yeah. people like Ridley Scott. Well, you like, also
1: have, like, Steven Spielberg is still doing doing stuff.
0: But he hasn't done anything big for a while.
1: I think he's working on something huge at the moment. I can't remember what it is. A lot of the
0: time now he's, like, but producing yeah. and stuff. He's not... Do you know what I yeah, mean yeah like, like, like Ron
1: Howard as and well like
0: the Ridley Scott films that he's done more recently have been nowhere near as big of an impact or like creative flair as the, what he did in the past I th- yeah and you can say the same about James Cameron I know Avatar was very successful but you know from an artistic artistic perspective okay he pioneered the 3D stuff in a more like um, way that people understood mm. but you know you compare it to his earlier films like Alien and, and Terminator
1: yeah
0: like there was so much more kind of indie feel to it I think it's, without just it one being of, indie.
1: it's just one of those things though isn't it like with creative people we sort of expel our stel- uh, ourselves. we like give ourselves to a project or two projects or three projects and then we're kind of getting to a point where we get burnt out and we just sort of think well I've I've expelled all of that into this game so I don't have anything else to give so I do think that like Unless he has, like, a really big sort of burning thing inside of him again. Like, I, I don't do know see if that. he... Because directors yeah, do
0: take they do come a out lot again, of time off.
1: But there's the other side of the coin where it seems like it requires a great deal of energy and strength in order to successfully direct a game. Because, I mean, like, you have to be there for everything that happens. You have to um, make all these decisions. If certain decisions aren't met, then you have to do this. You have to be good with social media now. Um, I guess the other the PR. other um,
0: kind of thing, like, the, the big difference between movies and, and games is that movies, they're not – the directors are freelance – Mm. right so they're not it's like we want to make a movie who are we going to get to it? or the director will kind of team up with someone and they'll yeah. try and get financing yeah whereas in uh, the video game it's like you're contractually employed by the company to make stuff yeah and you will make what we tell you to make yeah yeah so like i mean that can be quite difficult in itself because yeah, yeah like to Bata, if you look at his career he's never really got to make the games that he's even cared about no Like, a lot of the games... I mean, even Type-0, I believe, was conceived by Nomura.
2: Mm. Uh,
0: Like, so pretty much everything that he's ever worked on is not a product that he's, like, come up with himself. Yeah. Like, there's always been other people involved. It's never him just going... Like, which is now... Mm. Now, he's finally got the chance to make a new IP, the one that he... Like, a game that he wants.
1: And I think the problem with that also arises from the fact that, like, with video games, there's so many more people who you have to keep employed whereas like with films it's always kind of like all right you're employed for this project and then you're done you're unemployed like actors a majority of their life they are unemployed um they you know don't they don't have a set job, like they ha- um they do get benefits and stuff from things like if you're a part of SAG-AFTRA AFRA- and stuff, and the same kind of goes for directors as well. If they don't have a project that they're working on, they are unemployed. Whereas with video game industries, you have to k- like keep on producing games because this is their livelihood. This is yeah. you know their nine to five job or nine to probably like twelve o'clock at night job, um and you know they they have to keep producing games that are successful whereas you just don't have that pressure when you're a director of of a film like you do to an extent like, yeah, like you want it you imagine, to be a successful could film. you imagine like
0: uh someone going to chris nolan saying you have to make this movie yeah you just be like well i don't want to i don't want to like, i'm not passionate about and project.
1: directors reject it all the, reject stuff all the time yeah, edgar as the actors. Wright, edgar wright rejected and um the ant, 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 ant film ant man the, the, the ant, ant film. film the one that nobody remembers <laughs> but like Yeah, like, and you just look at Chris Nolan's, Christopher Nolan's, like, films, like, so many of them, aside from the Batman series, have been completely different from each other. Like, I mean, you go from Memento to, well, Batman, and then you go from Batman to, like, Interstellar, and now he's doing Dunkirk and Inception. Like, he has so much freedom to do what he wants and express himself the way that he wants, whereas with directing in video games it's so dangerous so it's like getting back to sakaguchi it's like could he deal with that pressure again i don't think i would want to go back to that pressure i think
0: the the final, the main series final fantasy games are slightly different in the sense that i I can imagine that with the original guys which we're going to get on the kind of directorial talent the squirrels have had over the years like Sakaguchi would have worked with the scenario directors and like the Final Fantasy games are essentially a blank canvas yeah. because there's nothing consistent they have to hold on to yeah like there's no story there's no there's like there's nothing there's just like here's a here's a blank canvas make something here's, Yeah, here's here's a couple of loose rules you need to stick with but basically you get a blank canvas whereas like Tabata's case is like okay I've got a direct before crisis preconceived like history law mm. all this stuff I've got to do Crisis Core. Well, I'm basically just using an exi- existing cast. Yeah. Do... Type 0 is like one where he obviously got freedom, Um, and 15 would have had freedom to a degree. But like, you know, Toriyama, he's got to revenue Revenant Wings. He's got to do 10-2. Like, well,
1: even like Type 0, you could argue that he didn't have much because he was following the Fabula Nova Crystallis as true, well. yeah. But he wasn't... In the end, it sort of got... It got mixed up well, and jumbled ended up a bit. completely
0: changing the entire game. But he still had that in there, through.
1: didn't he? He still had that in there. It wasn't completely his story. It wasn't his, completely his baby.
0: Well, he did concept the scenario yeah. for it. so Yeah. I,
1: but it's like there was still a sense that it was connected to something else. It yeah. wasn't completely his.
0: Yeah, it was Najima that came up with the wider lore. But
1: that kind of begs the question should video games work like like movies where you're basically employed for that game and then you stop
0: well i mean it kind of that's kind of how things are starting to go to a degree with like you know you got the Squirrel's collective yeah um, you have um like the ea play like the one where they're like they're trying to support the indie projects yeah so it's like but then you still got to have the it's the, the notion of a development studio yeah so there's these development studios that then have to pitch out for financing to for publishers to get help which is kind of how the movie industry would work as well Mm. but it's not like so a director will go and a script writer will kind of team up and they'll go to a thing we've got this and then they'll they'll bring the whole team in to help them
1: and they'll sort of bring in who they trust, like they'll bring in a casting director who they trust, or it will be from the company itself, like Sony Pictures or something. They'll they'll sort of bring in who they want, which is why there's always that conflict between like a director and a casting director. And like I want this people, this but people. this per- person wants. Because yeah, this. like
0: Edgar Wright always works with the, like the same kind of production team. Mm to make sure that, like, he he has his kind of staff around. And it, and, it, and it works in a lot of other industries as well. Like, you know, in sports, when you get the manager hired, um, sometimes it will be mandated that he has to keep the players, he has to keep the, the staff that are going to work underneath him. Mm-hmm. But other times you'll find that a manager takes his team with him.
1: Because I think that may be the part of the issue with uh, the Final Fantasy series in general, and that, like, they're not equipped, a lot of them probably aren't equipped to make the type of game that they are trying to market to the west like the open open um open world yeah. game because so many of them worked on active time and, battle
0: and, and you've got to look at like ATB systems I think Dirge Cerberus is the classic example of that because it was like oh we want to try something completely different that we've never done before mm. and we have no experience in and it doesn't even appeal to this market no let's do it it's great fantastic but idea. it's
1: just like You can't just work like that. Like, um, it's, it's extremely difficult to get a team who's probably been working on the game for, I mean, I imagine that there are quite a lot of people who've been working at the company for quite a long time. Like, you need driven people who are, you know, wanting to still try new things. And, you know, it's just, it's it's a difficult situation, but like this is completely going off topic. Yeah, so and I mean, if you look so, at the so like directors, if,
0: if you look at how things used to go, so Sakaguchi obviously worked on the first five games as the director. He created the first one, and was quite a small team that grew over time. And you had people like Kitase and Ito and Namura who were kind of they were brought in at the earlier stages of the of the franchise. Mm-hmm. So you got to think that. From Final Fantasy One through to Final Fantasy Five, that was only like a six or seven year period. Yeah. And so Namura came in at five, I believe. Ito yeah. might have come in at three. I can't remember when kataze came in, but they would have come in at the early stages when they were kind of deciding what Final Fantasy was. They were going through the iterative process, which we discussed on a previous podcast, where, you know, they tried one, two, they tried new things, three, they went back and they took a lot of the concepts from one, but brought in what worked from from two mm. four they kind of expand again each time they kind of just they grew slightly tried a yeah. few different things and then expanded from there and then so with sakaguchi after 5 you know that was when the decision was made that he was going to move away from directing he didn't have enough time to work on them anymore he was now like an executive producer vp so instead of going like oh well it's like what what are we going to do now he was like well why don't i just these are the two people that I believe are the best at the two main aspects of the game, mm-hmm. from the story perspective and like the battle gameplay. And I'm going to get them to co-direct it. So Six obviously was worked on by Kataze from like the scenario and Ito from the battle,
2: mm-hmm.
0: which which seems like a great idea to me yeah. because it's like you're you're handing. Over this massive burden, of this franchise has now become one of the biggest franchises in Japan. You're not saying to one single person, "You got to take this over." Right? It's like, yeah, share the load. And then after that, from what you what you can see, so obviously six was a shared game. Seven, Katase did it, but he had backup mm-hmm. from people like Namura, Sakaguchi was obviously still involved. Yeah, um, Toriyama was involved with with seven as well. Like there was there were there was a core group of people, and then Ito at the time was working on tactics. Then you go to eight which Kataze was directing on, but Ito was work, was one of the main designers on the battle systems. Nine, then Ito steps up to be the director of that while Kataze is doing something else, presumably 10. Kataze then works on 10, Ito steps back. So those two kind of like- Yeah, they kind of like in and out. St- shifted. So if you look at, yeah, like six through to 12, <clears throat> if we're ignoring uh, 11 here- were basically directed by two people, like yeah. shifting in and out, supporting each other where they needed to. Yeah. They were still quite closely working together. Yeah. Like that seems like a really smart decision to me. Yeah. But the problem was that then they never thought about the next, the yeah. ne- the next phase Those of things. Those two
1: people didn't think about the fact that like they they can't do that forever like they don't or they don't want to do that forever well I think
0: I feel as Katarze did but <clears> the the whole problem was that the, the company started changing yeah like they know, went
1: through massive
0: obviously had Toriyama earmarked as kind of the next generation for him yeah so he got him to work on 10 part 2 as a kind of trial mm-hmm. They he worked on Revenant Wings as again a trial before they were confident in him working on 13
1: but the problem I feel arises in the fact that like they they kind of gave it to singular people like Tabata is kind of like on his own Toriyama is kind of on his own Nomura is kind of on his own they didn't really create a dynamic where two of them would work together because even though I think it would be a match made in heaven between Tabata and Nomura they I just could never see them working together because they both want to do what they want to do and that that I think is the issue is that they didn't find a team they found individuals also
0: the frequency of games has really hindered things because you think that you know the first 12 installments excluding 11 no the first what from up to from 1 to 12 were directed by 3 people 3 different people Mm -hmm. and while from 6 through to 12 it was kind of shared and 12 obviously had uh, three directors over its lifetime yeah. it was originally a co-directional game between Ito again and Matsuno so Ito again on the battle side Matsuno on the story similar thing that we'd seen before Matsuno then left Minagawa who had worked on all of the Evilies games as like an art director uh, like a story concept person he took in took over and filled Matsuno's role like they didn't, they just didn't learn learn from things. Like it should mm-hmm. have been okay. So with Final Fantasy uh, 13, Toriyama is going to take over the story the story role side of things. Well, who's going to look at? Who's going to be like the the, 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 game the director from from a, from a other side of things? Like there was there there was no reason why that that relationship couldn't have existed. Yeah. Aside from the fact that they, there was clearly no one else that they that they were they had around that they felt like they could trust. But mm-hmm. you look at other things. So I was trying to find out all the people that have directed other games over the years. Actually, before I on to that, I, I just want to say like where everything has gone. So Sakuchi obviously left the company; and now working on mobile games. Mm-hmm. No interest in really working on console games. He's talking about uh, Terra Battle being like a real pain. Yeah. Kitazawa has obviously retired from directing. Not no real interest there anymore. Clearly wasn't interested in directing the Final Fantasy VII remake. Decided to give that to Namura. Yeah. Ito, he's actually just disappeared. So since he directed... Which is weird. Yeah, like since the international job system just disappeared, hasn't done anything that we are aware of apart from like special thanks and small contributions for 10 years. Yeah. Then you've got Eleven. So this was directed by uh, Ishii, who's one of the original creators of the original Final Fantasy game. He created the Moogle and the Chocobo, amongst other things. So he directed the, the original version of Eleven. But he left uh, shortly after to make his own studio called Grezzo, who are now working on a new game called Ever Oasis, and did like the Zelda 3D um, parts on the 3DS. Matsuno obviously left, now working on mobile games. Minagawa, who replaced him, is now the art director on Stormblood, so he's obviously very busy. Mm-hmm. Uh, Toriyama, who did the 13 franchise, is now working on the director as director on Mobius mobile games. Komoto, who took over from on 11, and then became the director of 14 the ill-fated director of 14, they actually retained him. I didn't remember that. I didn't realize mm. that, but uh, they, they retained him. Uh, so when Yoshida came on board, uh, Komoto just got um, demoted to being the lead game designer on fi- the new Final Fantasy 14. so he just mm. worked on Stormblood as well. And Tabala has obviously now decided he doesn't want to work on Final Fantasy anymore. Yeah. So outside of that, like, who do they have? And and, and this is where you kind of think, like, well, why, why weren't some of these people given other opportunities at different times? So you look at... Um, like Decidia, that would be the perfect one. So Takahashi and Arakawa were the, the directors of the first two Decidia games Arakawa has left. Uh, Taka- Takahashi worked as, he's basically like Namura's kind of go-to guy when it comes to the battle planning. So he worked yeah. in the Kingdom Hearts franchise. I think Kingdom Hearts 2 is the main main battle guy. He's now working on the Final Fantasy VII Remake as the battle director. Mm-hmm. Um, you've then got uh, Itahana, who worked on the Crystal Bears, which is the more recent Crystal... Chronicles game. He's now working on Mobius as a character designer. Mm. Um, Takita did the Four Heroes of Light. He's now working as a director on Final Fantasy Legends Two mobile game. Um, the director of of Cerberus was actually kind of one of the main story directors on Final Fantasy. Although, 15. if we can get
1: back to that, so with um, Itahana, so he was the one who created the original the original um, design for Mobius for um, uh, the main character.
0: Not sure. Maybe.
1: Because that's, like, such a shame, you know? Like, Nomura has made some questionable decisions regarding, like, outfits. I mean, Riku in Final Fantasy X-2 was, was quite questionable. But, like, he, Itahana, had to change his? Like, yeah. if you think about that. Like, that that's just, like, way to, like, bump down his confidence <laughs> level, like, significantly. Oh, here's a designer. You're getting your own game. You're getting to work on Mobius. Um but you made your character look a bit too revealing, who's a dude. You made his outfit look too revealing, so you have to change it now. Like that is so like they just treat them like crap. <laughs> like that's just such a shame. Yeah. If that was him. I'm not I'm not entirely sure if that was him, but like that's such a shame.
0: Yeah, so I mean you got those five guys there who are now like basically only one of them is, is has directed another game since, Takita. Mm-hmm. He's now working on mobile games. So all those guys clearly maybe they weren't happy with the directorial work they'd done. Yeah. I'm not too sure. But then if you look at the games that are in, in progress right now, you've obviously got Namura, who has, despite contrary to belief, or whatever, never directed a Final Fantasy game before. Obviously mm-hmm. he's worked on the Kingdom Hearts franchise. He directed Advent Children, but it's essentially his directorial debut on the franchise. Yeah. You've got Kujiraka who's working on Decidia NT, directorial debut. Um he's never he's worked as a battle designer and planner on thirteen, Dicidia uh katano who's the director on the zodiac age um his has always been like a main programmer mm-hmm. on the franchise so he works on 12 on the 10, 10 2 hd remaster um like it, it it's an interesting situation i feel because like when square are looking at like the the next generation like who who, who do they feel is, has kind of got the up and coming and you, for me like tabata is maybe the one who's kind of thinking about this the most yeah. so like um, so he's—I don't know if many people are aware of this—but he's actually stepped away from Final Fantasy XV director duties now. Yeah, all the DLC is being handled by someone else called Kenichi Shida, who looks so cool. Like Dara and
1: I guy. kind of have crushes on him because he just—if you have not seen Kenichi Shida, like seen a picture of him or seen a Midorian livestream—he is the coolest-looking dude. He's just so chill. Ever. He's so, so chill. chill. Has buff arms, man.
0: So, yeah, he, he was the director of Episode Gladiolus and now Episode Prompto. Clearly, I mean, like, if, if BD2 were going to start working on other games that weren't crappy mobile spin-offs and all yeah. that stuff, um, Tabata's obviously got his eye on his new franchise, his new IP. Why not let Shida kind of take on, like, another, like, type next? Why not give type next to Shida? Yeah. Like... Clearly, you, you trust him enough to do the DLC for Final Fantasy fifteen. Yeah, it's a big and it deal. seems
1: like he's doing all right with like Prompto. Prompto's been decent enough.
0: Uh, yeah, then you've got um, Chiba. Obviously, is another one. He did one mm-hmm. of Final Fantasy. Um, he's kind of stepping up. He was the lead scenario writer on Type Zero. He was also a scenario writer from Final Fantasy eight. Yeah, which is crazy. Uh, with Nojima and about. and also what's the scenario at right on Lightning Returns.
1: It's weird because like going through this list, it's weird to think how many of the how many of the directors they had or how many work like people that they had that they've just like, all right, you're gonna work on a mobile game now. Yeah. Like so many of them have been transferred to mobile games and mobile games, like I feel like you're kind of trapped in because like they they they're never ending, are they? Like they just keep going and going and going. Yeah,
0: and I think this is this is the kind of problem. I know we've gone on a, a slightly weird tangent here, and I kind of lost track a little bit. But I feel like where I was going with this is that if you go back to that Katase Ito split decision they made, mm-hmm. those guys had been working on Final Fantasy games. They kind of were used to the process, but they weren't quite confident in doing a main series game. Where where are now people given the opportunities to like if they're saying who's going to direct Final Fantasy sixteen? If you were square, you'd be like, oh, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. Like, who do, who are we going to trust with this responsibility? Yeah. Like, Tabata obviously, they, he had to like direct like five or like five games on PSP that all did pretty well before they were even like it, he was co-director originally. Yeah. Uh, but it was him like his boldness to say like, I'll, I'll do it. I, I can do it. Yeah. I'll, I'll over deliver. I don't care.
1: Yeah. I mean, like. It's really a shame because it just shows how little forward planning they had with regards to the Final Fantasy series as a whole just like the main series because yeah I mean they've lost they've lost a couple people already just to uh Final Fantasy 14 cuz Yoshida like he's going to Sorry, he's going to pretty yeah, much like of, ride that out. A
0: lot of people have gone to fourteen, um, which is, also, makes sense.
1: It makes sense, but it's just like you don't think about how many heads go into that.
0: Well, the credits for Stormblood for twenty five minutes.
1: Yeah, like I mean, that's so many people, and then the fact that they're moving so many people as well to Mobius or to the Final Fantasy VII remake. Um, like, yeah, like who who do they even have left to work on something as prestigious as sixteen? Like, if Tabata is is not doing another Final Fantasy they really have no one except for maybe Ito and I mean like there is there is always those rumors that he's working on Final Fantasy 16 somewhere in a cave but it also just makes me a bit frustrated as well because I just sort of think like why is Namura doing the two biggest projects like there's clearly so many other people that like they could have chosen from. Could have not well, put them they on. They could the have bias. easily
0: just said, like Taiyosui has been working as the co-director on Kingdom Hearts yeah. for years yeah. now. Why not just say, look, Demura, you don't like directing, you like producing. Just produce Kingdom Hearts three. Produce yeah. produce the Final Fantasy VII remake. Let Taiyosui deal with the the responsibility of directing Kingdom Hearts three, and let someone else take over the Final Fantasy VII remake.
1: Yeah, like I mean, it's just the thing they. I, I think it's part of the issue with Square Enix in general is that they don't, they don't play to the people's suits really that well. And I I feel like because Namura is such a sort of icon of Square Enix, they sort of think, well, if he's, if he's the lead star of our company, then he clearly has to be director of everything. And, you know, that's, that's, that's what we can use to uh, make the game. If we made him just a producer, like the, people wouldn't be as excited as if he was a director and i think that's just so wrong because you know it's difficult it's so difficult to work on something that you don't care about like especially something as prestigious well, i mean as the he, he
0: will care about them he'll care about he'll
1: care about it but it's it's when it's when it's just it's like not, it's a chore.
0: Directing is not his passion. Exactly, like he said it so many times that he prefer to be a producer. Producer, and it's just a shame that he doesn't have the choice.
1: No, to- and like considering how many years he's been working it, at Square Enix, like it's a shame that they just don't even give him what he wants. Like they'll give Kitase what he wants after like four games. But Namora, no, he he's just not allowed.
0: I think he's also in a slightly weird position, Nomura, because he he's an art director. Yeah, and I mean, Katarze, I don't know, her, he was like a scenario person. Yeah, he worked his way up, and that's generally the way it goes. It's like you have to come from another area, and then you work your way into that directorial chair. Yeah. And once you're in that directorial chair, that's when you can move up to the next level, which is of course being an executive producer, which is essentially the head of a BD. I mean, it still amazes me that Nomura is not the head of a BD. I know. Like, that seems like the perfect position for him. It shouldn't be Hashimoto that are kind of running BD3. It should be Nomura. They're basically the Kingdom Hearts team. Yeah. Who work on, like, loads of other products as well. Yeah, but primarily
2: um, Kingdom
1: Hearts.
0: He should have his own team to kind of make the products that he wants to make as opposed to just spreading him across everything.
1: I'm almost sort of wondering if he is sort of going down the route of Naboo, where he's just feeling a bit burnout out as well because i imagine like i mean regardless of how much say he's had like in in everything like he's just he's he has a hand if in everything he, if
0: he left and made a kickstarter for a new game that would make millions.
1: Oh, what? That would easily just go crazy. It would be
0: like when Inafune, who's the guy who uh, made Mega Man, left Capcom and just was like, "All right, guys, I'm starting my own company up."
1: I mean, you even like compare Namura to like Kojima. Like Kojima, he had one thing to sort of worry about. He had Metal Gear Solid to worry about, and like that's sort of it. Like he had that franchise to worry about with Konami. Like Namura is. Dr- designer on, like, so many of Square Enix's titles, and also director of two of the biggest games, like, it just doesn't seem manageable for someone. Like, it just doesn't seem manageable. And the, the on top of that, he's, like, in charge of the merch, and then whatever else, um whatever other, like, sort of things that he has his hand in, like, extra projects that he's working on, like, the guy is spread thin, like... Why would Square Enix sort of do this?
0: Yeah, I mean, like, obviously, we don't know how much time everything takes, but yeah. you are got to think that, yeah, he's the main director, or he's the only director on the 7 Remake. He's got a co-director to help him in Kingdom Hearts 3, but he's also creative producer on Dissidia NT, Dissidia Opera Omnia. Mm. Like, there's... He's doing, he did some character designs for Xenoblade you know, Chronicles 2. Yeah. There's, uh, theatrical All-Star Carnival that he's the creative producer on. Like he has to, all these diff- different things. They, they take time. Yeah. Like they will all take like small amounts of time. Whereas like, you know, Tabata, director of 15, can focus all his energy onto it. Great. That's what you need. You need that focus. But anyway, um, so like we, we asked the, like people who they want to direct Final Fantasy 16 in a survey that we did recently and, people don't even really know the names of the directors that I proposed. <laughs> like there were a lot of people just saying, oh, I don't even know who these people are. <laughs> so people just picked like Tabata and Nomura because they're the only ones they're yeah. aware of. Yeah. So it's like, you know, if, if you're looking at Final Fantasy 16, and we don't want to go down the action route, Hiroki Chiba would be perfect. He's just yeah. proven with what of Final Fantasy that he can make a very competent game. It was a, a kind of low budget uh, experience for them. Uh, just just give him the next platform. Like, he's proven himself now. Just just let him get on with it. Yeah. Like, pair him up with someone else. He, if you're uncomfortable about the gameplay, just bring Ito back. Get him to work with Chiba and Ito. Great. Yeah. Just do it. Or, you know, I know it would never work anymore, but Tabata and Namura, get them to work together. I think that
1: would be... I think they would make a great team if if they were put in that position. Could
0: you imagine the PR?
1: Oh, my God. It would be insane. Namura would just be telling Tabata off all the time, uh-huh. saying, you suck. You suck as a director. Like, why am I even with you?
0: <laughs> so, like, I mean, do you do you feel... I, I always had this kind of weird uh, perception that people at Square Enix, they don't give people opportunities. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think based on what we've got going on right now, where, like, you know, you've got Namura debut, Kujirōka debut director, Katano debut director, even though if it's on a remaster. Like, uh, Dasuke is a uh, director or debut on Opera Omnia. Uh, Chibura was uh, on What of Final Fantasy. Shido is obviously debuting now working on the dlc for final fantasy 15 like they're clearly trying to boost these people up mm. but the question is will they give them that next big opportunity yeah like are they just going to get them to keep working on these small games like people had in the past where like you know you had um like the Nakaz- N- nakazato who did direct tour of dirge then got demoted never directed another game like yeah. itahana directed crystal bears never directed another game yeah like um uh, Takahashi directed Dissidia, uh Duodissim, never directed another game. And
1: then also begs the question, like, why, were they, why didn't they direct another game? Was it their choice to not direct another game? Or was it the company's choice to not let them direct another game? Like, did they just get fed up? Or did the company just say, oh, well, that didn't do as well as we hoped, so you're gone?
0: I don't know. I mean, it's part, weird. part of me feels as though they just... I mean, there's there's a clear lack of exciting projects at the moment within the Final Fantasy franchise, and probably Square in general.
1: Yeah, well, like everything is a remaster, so you're just kind of like, oh, well, yeah, great, I like, can't do anything.
0: You know, they're not they're clearly not going to announce Final Fantasy 16 anytime soon. No. Um. So what 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 games are there for anyone to even direct? Like, I don't no. know how it works internally in terms of like, is there a pitching process people can go with, with ideas, or whether everything has to filter through Namura to get mm-hmm. approval? Yeah. Oh, you want to make a Final Fantasy game? Well. If I don't come up with it, you can't make it.
1: Yeah, and I guess that's the thing as well. They don't have a lot... It doesn't seem like they probably have a lot of conversations between the teams, which is kind of why I don't really like the fact that the teams are the way that they are, that they're so segregated. Well, I...
0: I mean, the the teams make sense. It's just the fact that you have BD1 making Final Fantasy mm-hmm. games, you have BD2 making Final Fantasy what? games, you have BD3 making Final Fantasy games, yeah. BD4 making Final Fantasy yeah. games. And yeah, there they clearly is no consistency between them, apart from maybe Namura, no. He's the yeah. consistency.
1: Yeah. Like, I mean, it would just be great if they could just sort of have somebody, like have people to disagree with each other, to play Devil's Advocate, to just sort of manage stuff to just sort of say, what well, like, was
0: that committee set up,
1: yeah. Yeah, the committee, uh, what was that like the Shinra, whatever it was? No, no, I mean, that it was something else. Something there else. was
0: like a Final Fantasy quality assurance. Oh,
1: yeah, yeah, the quality assurance committee. I guess that kind of went down the pipeline, yeah, yeah.
0: But yeah, I mean, like, do, do you feel as though, for example, BD1 should be working on Mobius? Mm. Like, no. Because they're working on the VII remake. Why like, why, not, why not just should make
1: that? why should the director of like the entire Thirteen franchise not to play down mobile games? But why is he just a mobile games person now?
0: Yeah, like, and also why? the fact that you know BD's eight through to ten are there specifically to make mobile games. To be honest, why, why is BD One working on Mobius? Why are BD Four working on Record Keeper?
1: To be honest, I feel as though, and like I might get some flack for this, but like I almost feel like the mobile games that are doing the worst and from what i understand i feel as though mobius is the weakest one of them
0: i think it's probably
1: the least performing drop mobius and then get them on something else get them on something that like uh, but i guess that's the thing people have spent money on mobius haven't they so they can't really just like sort of dropped it it's true it's true it's very true but like i mean they don't want to piss they don't want to piss a ton of people off essentially but i would say can mobius and get those people working on stuff because they have they have big names working on freaking mobius and they still couldn't get it to work so they might as well just say nojima you're gonna work on your you're gonna work on the next game with toriyama and you guys are all gonna get together and you're gonna have a great time and um yeah because i mean brave Exvius is probably making them like loads of dough with the m- mobile titles like they might as well just sort of let it go. Let yeah, let, let Record Keeper just, play. Just let
0: just let BD8 do all the Final Fantasy mobile games. Let yeah. them manage it. Yeah, exactly. They've done a really good job with Brave Fierce. Imagine if they took over Mobius.
1: I know. Or, yeah, Yeah, they could just take over Mobius. Because I guess somebody does have to sort of take it over. But, like, yeah, I mean, I just... I feel like these powerhouses, they just are being put in the wrong place. They're being sort of stagnated a bit. Which is a shame, because Mobius does have a really... Well, when we were playing it, it does have a really stellar story, but like, it's obviously just not doing very well.
0: No, I mean, it's doing okay.
1: Yeah. It's just not doing as well as the others. But anyways.
0: So yeah, I think that's pretty much all we've got. Yeah. I I, I feel like that that was kind of structured yeah <laughs> Some, somewhat structured somewhat so you like I, I mean like i feel as though there are a lot of people within square enix who have the potential to rise up to the challenge yeah so that they don't have but to go back to the old ones it's the support network that they maybe don't have mm. because like you know you look at final fantasy 13 with toriyama mm-hmm. katazi is supposed to be there to help him yeah uh, i never really felt like that had happened yeah like, it was just kind of Toriyama doing his own thing, especially as the franchise went on. Yeah. It felt like they were just doing it. Yeah. Not because they wanted to. Maybe Toriyama wanted to.
1: Yeah. I think he probably could have done 13 for the rest of his life. Yeah. <laughs> Stop <laughs> lightning. Him. I know. But he could create a new lightning. It should be great. But yeah, I
0: think it, part of it is just the decision making. Like, yeah. do they really need all these Final Fantasy fifteen games? No. No. Why not just let their... The, The staff be much more creative and come up with something fresh that they want to work with that they're excited about.
1: And I mean, like, not to sort of say, like, not to sort of shoot ourselves, but like, step away from Final Fantasy, create something new.
0: That's what Tabata's doing.
1: I know, which I'm really excited for.
0: He's he's the only one. I mean, they haven't really worked on a the, the main BDs haven't really worked on a new franchise for years. Yeah,
1: I well, I mean, that's the thing. Like with the Final Fantasy games, like. Each one is individual, so it doesn't really matter. But like, but they're not anymore. No, they're not anymore. No.
0: We've, we've only had two individual Final Fantasy games in the last decade. I know.
1: I know. It's terrible. It's absolutely horrendous. Everything
0: else is spin-off sequels. Exactly. Masters. Exactly. Mobile games. So
1: bad. Anyways. All right. Let's all right. do news.
0: That's the news. Very limited news. I'm going to let Lauren run all through it.
1: All right. So, first of all, we have Episode Pronto has been released. Yay. And it is... The length of, uh, Lord of the Rings Return of the King, um, <laughs> pretty much, but, uh, I hear it's really good. I hear, yeah. it, like, a lot of people are saying that the story is great and that, um, it's so nice to have Ari- um Arania, Aranea, Aranea back, uh, I'm never going to get this, oh, pfft, Ariana Grande, uh, Venti, um, so, uh. Also, Final Fantasy 15, a new empire is out. Boo! Yay! I've actually played it. Like on, um, we play Adverts. we play PewDiePie Simulator, and uh, it's a great game. By the way, like I love it. Uh, but like you have to watch ads in order to get through certain things and uh, a new empire always comes up and it's exactly the same as mobile strike. They made
0: it slightly more fa- the ads slightly faster than Game of War and Mobile yeah, Strike.
1: But it is exactly the same game as Mobile yep. Strike and Game of War. I'm just like, wow, this is terrible. Um but no, anyways. Um also they announced a new stage for dissidia NT which is Lunar Subterrain. Which now, might this, mean Golbez. Yeah, it makes me
0: believe that Golbez is going to be added pretty soon.
1: Yeah, that'd be nice. It'd be nice to get some new characters, because we haven't really had one for a little while. A little while now, while. yeah. Like it's kind of I was I was stagnant. expecting
0: them to do some kind of character release, probably Cabran. I know! In, in time for... It just seems They like, are literally doing an update right now, uh, and they chose not to release a new character, despite no. the fact that Zodiac Cage is coming out this week it's actually out today right in, it would be
1: so cool to just play as gabranth like in a fighting game well, i would so love that but
0: by the time the game comes out here you will be able to yeah i would imagine
1: well you never know maybe they'll just release some other they'll have sid as a playable character which we- sid sid from far fantasy 12
0: sid from far 7
1: Sid from Final Fantasy XII. Hey,
0: Sid from Final Fantasy XII was in my list of antagonists I wanted to see in Disney. It is MT. very
1: true, actually. Oh, I'm sorry, Daryl. Yeah,
0: because he's crazy.
1: He could have a he could whack people with his cane. What? Doesn't he have a cane? He's
0: he's like possessed by mist.
1: I know he can whack people with it's his crazy. cane.
0: Crazy. All right. So yeah, that's pretty much it for the news. Nothing else has really happened over no. the last over the last fortnight.
1: No, they've actually been quiet.
0: All right, Lauren. I'm going to let you do the music this time.
1: <gasps> Ooh oh my gosh we are so like stoked about this <sighs> okay so to give you a bit of like um history daryl and i um have been listening to the monster cat podcast for a while now um daryl introduced me to it and it it's stellar like the music that they have on there a lot of the times is really good um and we just found out that one of our favorite artists that's featured on there is uh actually doing some final fantasy songs well what? video game music in general i'm like, gonna
0: hold on here, because what? he actually released these like a year ago
1: okay he released these a year ago anyways um but his name is varian and uh he is so good like his uh song uh the valkyrie sort of series the it's valkyrie like trilogy three, yeah there's three songs for valkyrie and uh there's like the third one is my favorite but um Either way, uh, he's really good, and he's released or he released a track, um, for Besaid from Final Fantasy X, and it's really nice. I I love uh the Passade the original Passade theme. I know Daryl and I always have a back and forth about which one is better. Turn two,
0: turn 2. I turn prefer two. ten.
1: I prefer 10's Besaid theme. I don't know. I just I love the scales, and um, Varian did a little did a little tribute to it, which I'm very stoked about. So listen and just We hope you guys enjoy listening to it, yeah. And also listen to the Valkyrie trilogy because it's just too good. Yes.
0: So the next episode of Final Fantasy Union is scheduled to come out on the 25th of July. As always, feel free to subscribe to us on iTunes. Just search for Final Fantasy and we will come up in the podcast section. And of course, you can check out every episode as well as a lot of news coverage when there is some at FinalFantasyUnion.com. Also, if you really enjoy what we do, please remember you can support us on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash ffkhunion. And with that, Lauren, it's time for us to say our farewells.
1: Bye bye.
0: And I'm Daryl saying goodbye. This has been a Final Fantasy Union.com production.